Welcome to the U World Order Showcase Podcast. Your host, Jill Hart, the coach's alchemist. Couldn't be more excited to have you join us today. On this podcast, we celebrate the champions of change, the up-and-coming life, health and transformational coaches who are fearlessly stepping forward to make a difference in the world. Get ready for inspiring stories, practical tips, and powerful moments that will motivate you to make a positive change in your life and those around you. We're happy to have you join us on this incredible journey as we dive into the world of life, health, and transformational coaches who are lighting up the path towards a better tomorrow. Hi, and welcome to the U World Order Showcase podcast. Today, we are talking with Valerie Devi Carpenter, who is a visionary sound healer who helps accomplished female leaders free themselves from burnout and stress so they can fully embrace their power, passion, and purpose. Welcome to the show, Valerie. I'm really excited to chat with you about sound healing. It's very interesting. And it's great to be with you. Thank you so much for having me, Jill. So tell us how you got into this. Tell us about what sound healing is. Tell us all the stuff. All the stuff. Okay. Well, there's a lot of stuff. So when people think of sound healing, they generally think of maybe crystal bowls or a sound bath they've they've attended where people play instruments and bring them into a state of kind of balance and alignment and most come out just beaming and glowing. And that is one form of sound healing, but there are many. And um, I had the really good fortune to find myself in a program where I was exposed to all these different kinds of approaches to sound healing. And my uh, teacher at the time said really generously, you are all the pioneers because sound healing is as old as human's existence on earth and it's now coming into consciousness again in this age and uh, we're going to be the ones who create the field of sound healing so it's been a wonderful endeavor of creation and seeing where you can go with sound and um, one of the things i love to emphasize is rather than having sound done to you, we can also create sound. And by doing so, we can become our own great best healers. So, you know, the ancients would do this through dancing and drumming and rattling and any kind of instruments they could make, flute playing, right? And singing, chanting. And we can, we can become our own best healer with our voice. And let me back up a little bit because you asked me how I arrived at this. Well, I was playing around with uh, shamanic healing for my own interest, for my own healing. And mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, led into this by uh, a man I was dating. And so often happens. And I found myself in this incredible retreat 
where uh, it was on Lake Shasta, where we could take a houseboat around to Lake Shasta and park on all these private islands. When the lake is full, there are all these little islands in the lake. And you can park the houseboat there and have this whole island to yourself inhabited only by deer and owls and bats and um, have this wonderful place to journey. And I was having a, a journey and suddenly the sky opened and music fell in. And when I looked up, I could, instead of sky and clouds, I could see all of creation. It was like a tapestry woven of all these filaments of sound, light, color, vibration, and frequency. And, and then I started to sing. Now, up until that time, I'd been an actress for about 40 years who wouldn't sing. And mm -hmm. I found myself singing and singing and singing and singing. And this went on for about six hours. And all the time I knew I wasn't singing alone. It was as if heaven opened its doors to me and I was hearing heavenly music and singing with that heavenly music. And then at the same time, I was doing these strange tapping motions on my body and uttering syllables that were meaningless to me, but something in me said, this must mean something. I have no idea how I was able to keep the singing going and the syllabalizing going, but I did. And until finally, I just asked myself, what the heck am I doing? And I heard really distinctly in my right ear, a voice saying in perfect English, you're downloading everything you need for your future work. So I took that really seriously and found my way into that program that I mentioned where our teacher said that we are the pioneers of this and launched into a very in-depth study of all the modalities that intrigued me, in, including deepening the work that I do with, with shamanic healing. And I looked, and I looked, I looked, I looked. For years, I looked for the connection. What's the connection between this shamanic work, right? This work with the spirits and sound. And one day, years into my practice, where I've supported hundreds of, of people come into their own balance and harmony, it just dawned on me like, ah, uh, duh, it was there all the time. I saw it in that very first vision that there is no, I couldn't find the connection because it's actually one. And if it you take the connection, <laughs> yeah, that's the connection. It's that there's no separation, which is what I was seeing in that beautiful vision. And also seeing that everything we see in the manifested universe is actually frequency made audible or made visible. And suddenly it made, became so easy to do this work and so easy to understand why it's so powerful. In my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I've long believed then science backs it up. Everything is made up yes. of vibration. A energy is just vibrations. Mm -hmm. That's what a wave is, an energy wave. Yeah, it's and like quantum physics are catching up to what the mystics have known for 
millennia ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now quantum physics is getting to be better known so mm-hmm. that it does give us a certain amount of cachet as mm-hmm. far as, yeah, this is scientifically sound. Exactly. I, it used to be people would just say, oh, they're woo and kind of crazy. And mm-hmm. but it's, it's being shown more and more often that when you, what you do in the, in the ether kind of manifests back into the reality, mm. like you can change I could say you could time travel, but in a way you can, if yeah. you can change how you hold a memory, because yes. memories are just vibrations also, and they are not true mm-hmm. or untrue. They're just in a state of being and that state of being changes over time. Mm-hmm. And if you can go back and change it, then even the people that were involved in that memory, mm-hmm. their memories of it will change hmm Absolutely. And I've seen that at play so many, so many times. Mm-hmm. It, it's really uncanny. And, and there's also a lot of biological and neurological science that supports it as well. Mm-hmm. So you've probably heard of the vagus nerve, mm-hmm. right? And everybody's embracing the vagus nerve now, um, which is a great- The newest thing. body part. <laughs> yes. It's, it's the newest, most fun body part to explore. And um, what it is simply is the vagus nerve is the longest nerve in our, in our entire body. And it extends from the brainstem runs through the ear canal and down through over both. It's actually two part nerve. So it, uh, it descends through the body, touching all of the major organs, except for the spleen. I don't know why it misses the spleen, but anyway, the implications of this are huge because the vagus nerve is what activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is that part of our nervous system that tells us it's safe, that it's safe for our body to relax and digest and go into a state of, of, uh, of calm and relaxation, basically. And So the fact that it goes through the ear canal says, oh, well, it must be very sensitive to sound. And it is extremely sensitive to sound. So not only the sound we listen to, but the sound we make. And something that occurred for me over during the pandemic, remember that, those fun days? (laughs) Well, I very, very quickly had to morph a practice that was 90% hands-on physical somatic in the studio with my voice and my hands and my instruments into something that I could, I could deliver online that kind of didn't take um, a mystic to deal with, uh, to, to actually understand the power but what would happen before those days people would come into my studio and they'd see my table they'd see my tuning forks they'd see all the instruments I have and they'd like want to just get down get on the table and say do me no fix me up repair me which happy to do love doing that still do that um but 
I found myself that I, I found that I had a lot to teach people about really how our voice is the best healer that we could ever have. And it makes so much sense. So because of the vagal nerve and because of our history of humankind actually using our body, right? And our body stores everything that's ever happened to us in this lifetime and also in past lifetimes. It can live in our organs. It can live in our cells. It can live in our nervous system, our circulatory system. And yeah, I'll say something. something I want to share with you at this point. Yeah. And it has to do with water. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman who's doing, because um, I know crystals will hold information. They're, mm-hmm. they're capable of storing data. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about water and water crystals. And when you're talking about all of our organs storing information, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it isn't through the water mechanism. Our, our bodies are mostly water and we respond as water responds when we hear sounds. <clears throat> if you berate somebody mm-hmm. over and over again, they're going to wither up and and die, honestly, just like a plant mm-hmm. would. Um, whereas if you praise them and you help them, mm-hmm grow and and hear things that are positive they'll flourish and grow mm-hmm. I mean, these are these are known things but it was just the the water part that kind of hit me yeah because water yeah. records images yes and it was a uh, dr masuro emoto who started this and yeah. a lot of people have taken it further that if you sing to water, if you give thanks to water, you mm-hmm. can actually change the crystalline composition of water, purified yes. waters that have been sullied by pollution and, and chemical spills and radiation. It's, yeah, it's pretty miraculous. And our body, yes, our body does the same thing. And consequently, our bodies are always talking to us and just waiting for us to listen. But what happens when we get a pain in our hip? We go, oh, God, darn this pain. Darn this hip. Oh, God, I wish I could just take this hip off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? In, instead of just actually listening to what the <laughs> what the body is saying. And um, I kind of stumbled upon this little spidey skill that I have, which is when I touch a person's body, I can hear whatever it is I'm tuning into, I can hear the frequencies mm-hmm. and I can sound those frequencies. And they're not always pleasant frequencies. They're not the kinds of frequencies you'd hear at a sound bath generally, but it's what the body needs to hear to know that you got it, right? And I, I can I tell you a little story about the first time yeah. I really dared to do this? Because in my training, I was told never put my sound into anybody's body. And I was working with this regular client and she would come in and every time I went around to the right side of her body and touched her under the ribs where the liver is, I would hear this crazy shrieking sound, just like a banshee. I mean, this mm-hmm. wild wail. And I thought, I I, I, I got to stay away from this. I, you know, but weeks went by and she kept, I kept hearing it. And I learned that when I've when I hear something, I really 
need to share that. So I asked if I could, I told her that I was hearing a certain sound from her liver. And I asked if I could make this sound. And she said, oh yeah. And I said, now I warn you, it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be very loud. And it's not gonna be necessarily pleasant. Is that okay? She gave her permission. And so I let out with exactly what I was he hearing, which sounded like a banshee screaming. Mm -hmm. And her response was mm -hmm. to go, oh. mm -hmm. and she settled into the deepest relaxation. I'd seen her go to that date. It's as if her liver had all this energy that needed to be seen, heard, and tended to. And it acted like a kind of a biofeedback system. As soon as she heard it, her body relaxed and the liver was freed. You know, in, in uh, the liver is called the general of the body in Chinese medicine, right? And so, you know, if a general is pissed off, you never, that's never good. Yeah, all the troops are in trouble. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But in a balanced state, the liver becomes the happy wanderer. And so that 30 seconds in my studio did more to unravel years of stress and tension. And in, in this woman, um, more than like years of exploration had done for her. And I find that so frequently happens. And it gave me the courage also to um, see if this was a thing, to see if I could simply bring people's bodies into harmony by sounding them. And yes, you can. And yes, it becomes Absolutely. like this symphony when... You know, you got your liver saying one thing, your spleen saying another, your heart in the middle going, ah, help me. And you just keep listening and tending and the sound changes. So I, I'll touch that liver again that had that banshee scream and I'll hear a beautiful melody that I can then sing to the client. And then when all the melodies come together, the body is one. It's like a symphony orchestra turning up. That is fascinating. I know that um, sound can heal organs. Mm -hmm. That different frequencies, you can listen to them and it will actually help that organ heal. I've never heard of the organs actually making sounds themselves. It's really interesting. Oh, they're desperately trying to tell us what's going on and what they need. Mm -hmm. And if we learn to listen and we can actually sound into those organs, so they, then they really know that we're listening, that we can have extremely rapid transformation. And I've got a theory about this, mm -hmm. um, if you'd like to hear it. Absolutely. And, and the theory is that so many of us are trying to transcend our physical being, transcend or escape our physical being. Because our physical being is what 
makes us uncomfortable because we actually have to live in this world in a physical body. Even though we are spiritual beings, we are inhabiting a physical body and the laws of physical manifestation are duality and it causes conflict and, and friction. And so some of us may want to just escape by not listening to the body. And some of us may want to escape by going into spirit, but the body is still talking because it's not being listened to. And in my almost 20 years of doing this, if I've noticed one through line for all of my clients is that in some way, their voices have been squashed, stifled, or silenced. Okay. Something in their early life, in their married life, in their careers has made them, in their school, has made them get smaller and want to squash their voice. And it makes me emotional whenever I talk about it because I've seen it time and time again. And what happens when we, when that happens to us, what happens as a result is we stop listening to ourselves. We stop listening to our inner voices and we stop speaking up. And what does a chance of a poor liver have to tell you what's going on? Well, right. it's going to create a migraine or it's going to catapult you into road rage, right? That's what that is, is the, the organ out of balance. Right? But when we can interact with our body sonically, it's it, it's better than a sonic hair toothbrush. <laughs> I'm not sure if that that metaphor holds, but it just came to my mind. Well, yeah. I wonder if that doesn't have like some sound effects on your teeth. Yeah, and your well, teeth talk... are connected to all your organs. Yeah. It it actually breaks up the plaque with with the the and it's called sonic care for a reason. It uses sound and it uses the motion, and the bacteria doesn't want to live in that environment. Fascinating. I, this is just like <laughs> my mind is blown. It's like over there somewhere. <laughs> it makes total sense to me, and that. I, you know, I look at a body as, as a collective. It's not actually just like one thing. We're a collective of cells mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. make up this organism. Even mm -hmm. people used to talk about coral. Coral is not a rock. It's mm -hmm. it's a collection of living entities. Mm -hmm. So it's alive. And everything that's alive is actually a, a collection of other smaller organisms each cell is is alive in and of itself they all hooked together they have different mm -hmm. missions but it's like we're all these little call them planets if you want mm -hmm. <laughs> our own little planets orbiting around other little planets out there <laughs> and then we interact with others because nothing is solid we're mm -hmm. always exchanging electrons with the the atmosphere or with other people when we touch them or we touch something we're uh -huh. we don't like touch the desk we become 
one with the dust because those molecule or those um, electrons transfer back and forth. Absolutely. Am I making sense? I mean, it, the it balance does. is they're, they're empty and stuff moves back and forth. That's what makes stuff stick together. Absolutely. You know, I, early on, somebody asked me a question. Is sound of, of what is this? Is sound an electrical force? Is it an, a magnetic force? And it's actually a physical force because it's actually moving electrons. It's I make sound waves and these sound waves impact other sound waves and of other waves. And it starts moving matter around. It starts moving molecular matter around. I think that's what happened. Have you ever heard of um, the Coral Castle? It was started in Florida, a little guy who's like, four foot nothing back <laughs> in the early 1900s he built this um castle or compound more like that it was out of these huge boulders we're talking like several tons a piece and he moved them all himself i think it was done with sound whoa, whoa and ley that's... lines i think ley lines were involved in it too because ley lines have different they work differently the magnetic field and i think mm -hmm. magnetism has to do with sound as well mm -hmm. oh there's the secret of the pyramids right there <laughs> yeah I, well after i heard about the guy that moved these rocks around and something happened where he had to um actually leave move all of the rocks from where he had them set up to someplace else and he put them on these trucks but he wouldn't let anybody be around well he moved them onto the trucks and then the trucks would move them to wherever he was going to redo it and he redid it in this new place it, it's it's a fascinating mystery of how it was accomplished because he didn't leave any notes about it uh -huh. and he didn't have any family i don't think so nobody really knows mm. how he did it just like the pyramids you know they mm, talk that's about fascinating logs and rolling these huge things across logs it's mm -hmm. like no you're just making this up <laughs> sorry <laughs> the explanation is going to be way simpler and much different than what your little engineering brain is telling us <laughs> yeah very true very true kind of so amazing what sound can do Mm -hmm. Sound can actually break things up. They use it for um, mm -hmm. like some sorts of surgery, like gallstones and or mm -hmm. um, absolutely other and kinds of stones. Let me tell you something on on a like a very accessible level is um, so I I do sound baths. I don't do them as much these days since mm -hmm. the pandemic, but I called it a sound spa, and I approached it differently from some of my colleagues and the, those colleagues are brilliant musicians and sound healers and they would play instruments so they would play the instruments to you mm -hmm. right so they would you know make this array of just beautiful beautiful sounds and I had a different approach I play what I hear in the room so I play what I hear coming from people and and it 
can come out just like the banshee shriek from the liver. It can come out in many, many different ways. And when you get a group of people together, and I may know in what direction it's coming from in the room, occasionally with what in the individual it's coming from, but it can be anything from spirit guides that want to come forth to talk to them, to random snatches of song, um, to choosing an instrument that wants to keep playing. So this has happened a lot when I've picked up a thunder stick. It's like the group energy would not let me stop. And a thunder stick is kind of um, uh, activating energy. Mm -hmm. and it's, a, it's a big sound. And I've gotten the instructions from them that the group that, no, we want a bigger sound and an even bigger sound and an even bigger sound. And no, we don't want you to stop. We want you to keep going. We want you to keep going. And, you know, the same thing about, uh, kind of erratic instruments or erratic soundings with my voice. And what we're working with is not just the, the feeling of consonance, which is sound that is coherent, that mm -hmm. goes together, but mm -hmm. the, the principle of dissonance, because if you introduce dissonance, that's where the stuff that wants to release is. That's where you can start really breaking up the constellations of emotional and physical um, matter that want to be released, that want to open and be revealed. That's fascinating. I, <laughs> I, I can totally picture all of this, these things that you're talking about. It's just like, it, it's so powerful and exists all around us all of the time. Mm -hmm. But so many of us just are not able we don't have the tools or the skills to tap into it and that's mm -hmm. why people like you are needed so how do you <laughs> how does this look when people work with you I, I imagine you figured out how to do it online now uh yes it does it, it works in many different ways um, mm -hmm. um so I always think of it as a co-creative healing journey like we're coming together um, so say if we were working together, Jill, you come in, you have your history, you're the known and the unknown in your history. You have places of great strength and power and places of deep wounding, right? And I have this set of skills and these different tools and modalities, and I never know what's going to be needed at any particular time. So I always start with, where are you right now? Where are you today? What's hurting? How's your digestion? How's your sleep? What's going on in your, in your life that wants attention right now? Okay. And then that creates the doorway, right? So that may, we may start working with, um, if we're, if we're in the studio, I may start working with the tuning forks. And I um, have, uh, I'm a practitioner of something called acutonics, mm -hmm. which are tuning forks. You've heard of them? I think so. It's a system of tuning forks that was created by an, uh, an acupuncturist and uh, the dean of a healing college. Um, she had a near-death experience herself and had an experience where she heard what she called the music of the spheres, which is what I was hearing in that mystical experience that I had. 
And she wanted to bring that down into the human body. She was a true Taoist, so that we are the microcosm of the macrocosm. So all these tuning forks are, are tuned to the heavenly bodies, the sun, the earth, the sun, the moon, and the planets that most influence us in our, in our solar system. And so by bringing down those energies into the body, we are able to kind of disconnect us from the artificial grids that we've created all over of Wi-Fi and ACDC current and smart energy and you, know, and you name it and, mm -hmm. and um, come into more harmony with the natural world. And because we're using sound in many different octaves on these very potent points, we're able to access the whole human being, the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual, the psychic. And so that's always a part of my sessions in the studio. It can also be done remotely. It's a little bit more subtle. But since we're not, uh, we're, we're an impatient people. <laughs> we want things yeah. to, to happen really quickly. So when I'm working online with people, I focus on um, what, what can we do with our voice? So you come in with that, whatever state it is, and we work right from there to see how best to mend that with sound. And sometimes it will be very contemplative um, practices like an inward humming where you just hum into your heart and again, stimulate that vagus nerve and bring your body into a state of relaxation and calm. Or it could be very expressive. It could be you've got a raging liver and it wants to come out and it wants to really um, be heard. So I help people find their way to doing that through all the taboos. Because you know what? When we free our voice, we actually can feel our power, right? When we feel powerless, and I don't know anybody with chronic illness or fatigue who doesn't feel that at least some of the time, then we are putting our putting the chips on the table for somebody else to come in and fix it instead of saying, ah, oh, I can create my own reality. That was a little bit rambling. Did that make any sense? It did. It did. It's, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, when it comes to um, all of these bits and pieces, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to do this online rather than in person how would it how would somebody um initiate a conversation with you about doing this or hiring you to work with them ah oh, um well i love to do consults with people and i call it a free your voice breakthrough session mm -hmm. and i am offering that at no charge for anybody listening to this podcast. Um, and we would spend 45 minutes to an hour just kind of seeing where you are now 
in relation to what's going on in your life. And the most common things that people would come to me with are overwhelm and burnout and exhaustion and self-doubt. And so we try, we get as close as we can to the root of that. And um, then I give, um, I, I help activate your vision of what's possible for you and what you actually want instead of that. Because if we don't have, if we don't know where we're going, we'll never get there. We'll just right. stay, right? It's like, oh, you know, get rid of this pain and then get rid of the pain in my jaw and then, oh, the pain in my heart. No, it's, we, we need the bigger picture. And I'll give some recommendations on how to get there. And sometimes that includes working with me. That sounds awesome. And I'll be sure and put that link in the show notes below. Is there awesome. one thing Thank that you. you'd really like the audience to take away from our conversation today? Yes. Freeing your voice doesn't mean being the loudest voice in the room. It doesn't mean having a beautiful singing voice or any kind of a singing voice. It means freeing the currents of sound that are so fundamental and basic to your nature and your being. And coming back to that state of innocence that we all had when we were babies. And we just wanted to see what marvelous things this moving and sounding machine can do, right? Is a source of endless fascination. So I encourage all your listeners to revel in their own sound, even if it has to be in the privacy of their own home. But if they want a, a witness, or they want some guidance in being able to really free their voice so they can feel their power, I would be very happy to support anybody who contacts me through this podcast. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining me and sharing how sound healing works. It's <laughs> been fascinating. <laughs> Thank you. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you so much for tuning in to another empowering episode of the You World Order Showcase podcast. We hope you've enjoyed hearing from our incredible life, health, and transformational coaches who are making a profound impact on the world. Remember, change begins with you, and you have the power to transform your life and the lives of others. If you want to take that next step and unlock your true potential, visit thecoachesalchemist.com where you can find the three ways we can help you for free to spin your talent into gold with clarity, a system, and a plan. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an inspiring episode. And if you enjoyed today's show, we'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to us and helps us reach more people with our positive message. Stay connected with us on social media for updates, behind-the-scenes content, and upcoming guest announcements. You can find us on Facebook at The You World Order or simply visit thecoachesalchemist.com. <laughs>